Hey guys, Luke Soyan here. Um, this is really late. It's 11.40 on a Thursday. I got work tomorrow, but you know what? We're going to post a podcast. So uh, this one is uh, it's me and Maria Gloria. She's a super funny and talented and energetic uh, comedian. She does improv at the Comedy Spot all the time. Go check her out on Wednesday. She does Herald Night. Uh, she's fantastic. She also has a YouTube channel. Uh, type in if you, I I forget the YouTube channel's called Maria Gloria, but if you type in Maria with two A's at the end and Gloria with two A's at the end, you will find it. And she does a lot of makeup tutorials, but she also does a show called Food and Drink, which I was on, and we did uh, a video where we tried to make French macarons, and it, they did not turn out to look. They didn't look good, but they tasted good, and that's what matters. Uh, so after we did that, we were like, we need to podcast, and I'm gonna, and I was gonna have her on my podcast. So here we are, and uh, somehow we decided to review Blade Runner 2049. Uh, and uh, she does not like sci-fi, but I think she she enjoy. I think she enjoyed this movie. I think I don't know. Uh, listen and find out. I think she did. She she loves Hans Zimmer and Ryan Gosling. So this movie has those things. Um, we we do a lot of jumping around and it's just kind of a kind of a low energy for me i don't know i was tired but it was good it was good so listen to it um please find us uh we we do we do plugs at the end so you could find us i already plugged her youtube channel you can find me at epic comedy on twitter at epic on instagram you guys know just just listen to this podcast and enjoy it thanks for listening please rate review subscribe tell your friends blah 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 here is the podcast. podcasting <laughs> i haven't done one without jojo for a long time so is jojo like your usual he was for a while he was like the guy it was like it was me and jojo and he was pretty much the co-host except when he couldn't be here yeah and uh i think i'd say like 50 percent of that was because he has other microphones <laughs> but he's also one of my best friends so yeah but also that's important that's right yeah uh hey guys welcome back to epic tiki the epic tiki podcast i'm still not used to calling it whatever i don't know i need to make new podcast art and i really want to but i i can't figure it out so i'll figure it out anyways i'm luke soyan and with me today is maria gloria who is a funny comedian lady that's the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me (laughs) whatever you're welcome (laughs) thank you (laughs) And uh, you have a YouTube channel that's cool. You tell people how to how to do makeup and blend their eyeshadow. Yeah. And do their eyebrows. That that's dope. Yeah. Also, you do um, a cooking show, food and drink, which you were on. Yes. Yeah. Shameless plug. There you go. Yeah. Tell that's them the how point. you made macaroons, Luke. We almost did. You say we almost did? No. Tell them how you made them. <laughs> oh yeah. No, we almost made them. We didn't. Like I mean, we made them, but they weren't really good. They were edible. No, they were really good, but they yeah. were just ugly. 
They, they, they look like if eggs came in sandwich form and someone smashed them on the floor. That's what they look like. That's such a perfect description of it, too. Yeah. It's on my Instagram somewhere and probably yours. It's on, definitely on my Instagram. Yeah. So go f- or tell you. We'll tell you about about our Instagrams later. But today, uh, this podcast is still sometimes we're going to do a movie review because why not? And maybe we'll do it months later, like this time. Yeah. We're going to review... Blade Runner 2049. That came out days ago. October last year. Yeah. Yeah. And you just saw it for the first time like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I waited. Yeah. Because um, I didn't want to watch it in theater because I was afraid I was going to fall asleep because it's like two hours long. But I was like, I'm going to wait. It's two hours and 50, I think 50 minutes long. Yeah. It's a long. What I'm saying is a long movie. <laughs> yeah. But so it's I worth waited. it. But I wanted to watch it. And I'm going to be real honest with you guys right off the bat. And it's like my first. I wrote notes. Yeah, so did I. I watched the movie. I want to sound smart. Yeah. (laughs) So I wrote notes to review this movie. And my first immediate notes were, I'm here for Ryan and Hans. Yeah. Because the only reason I watched this movie was for Ryan Gosling and Hans Zimmer. So I'm here for Ryan and Hans. Well, and I told you about this podcast and you were like, I want to do it. And I was like, yeah, well, sometimes we do movie reviews. I want to review a movie review. And I was like, okay. Like, it was like, I don't care. We could just talk also, but this works. No, yeah. So, yeah. I'm game. So what did you think overall? Because oh. you, w- you wouldn't tell me until we did this podcast. Yeah. So how long has it been? This been in the works? Like a month almost? We've been It's been like two weeks, I'd say. Really? Well, I mean, we were talking about doing the podcast during, for like a week or two. During and then, Food and Drink was when we first talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it took like a week or two to to watch for you to watch the movie and then i watched it again because it came out on blu-ray i don't even think it was out yet Mm -hmm. or maybe it just came out but yeah so we both watched it i watched it for the second time and what did you think i'm gonna be real honest confusion like Uh i am confusion was me during the whole movie the first like the intro was like words and so i read everything and i remember pausing the movie it was like replicants blah 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 yeah and like a bunch of other stuff and i was like you know what this is already confusing but the movie will spell it out for me the movie did not really spell it out <laughs> for me though <laughs> so yeah it's confusion. a lot of stuff like i've seen the first one a uh, two or three or four times now yeah. over the years um i watched it right before i saw this new one last october mm-hmm. so that's the most recent time i watched it and it's a it like it the more like the more I see it, the more it doesn't hold up for me. Uh, you you didn't watch the original, no. Yeah, there's like there's like a really weird romantic scene where it's kind of rapey. Like he kind of pushes her against the wall, and he's like, "Stay in my part." Like he doesn't say that, but it's just like, "Whoa!" But I don't know. When I was younger, like I just didn't notice it for some reason. But now yeah, I'm just like, "Oh, that's you didn't know really... about consent and stuff." Yeah, my dad <laughs> didn't teach me. No. <laughs> Damn, getting deep. Um, yeah, I was really confused, and see. Here's the thing, Luke. I watched it twice as well. You really watched it. it twice? I watched it twice. I wow. watched it by myself. Uh-huh. Um, and then I watched it with my sister. And my sister immediately bailed because my sister hates those types of movies. Yeah. But I was like, Ryan Gosling's in it. So she gave it a shot for Ryan Gosling. Does but he then, a, I don't even think he takes his shirt off in this movie, does he? No, but he looks great in a leather jacket, which was worth it for me. Um, but yeah, <laughs> she walked out of the room like immediately and was like, this is this too much. I'm out. And she went to go watch a soccer game with her husband. That's cool. Soccer's fun. Uh, 
That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I like to play it more. Well, I like to watch it now that I've played it. Anyways, that's a, di- a different thing. I watch soccer every four years, and I always go for Brazil. Oh, okay. Oh, I the like World Mexico. Cup is coming up, right? Yeah, it's this year, I'm pretty sure. Woo. I like uh-huh. Mexico is my favorite team. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. It's because you like brown girls. That's true. <laughs> Your face <laughs> lit up when I said that. I've been realizing it more and more lately. I'm like, I think that's, 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 I'm going to end up with one of those. <laughs> Is it wrong to say those? No. I mean, one of them. I don't know. <laughs> I always say I love white boys and I'm like, yeah, them boys or those. That's yeah. my type. But you can say like anything. If I say certain things, it sounds weird. It's like, oh, that's a white guy saying it. You can't say that. <laughs> it's a hard time to be white guys. It is. <laughs> Thank you for understanding. I was being so sarcastic, <laughs> Luke. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. I knew that the whole time. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Oh, there's another motorcycle. We were talking about how loud my apartment is. I don't know. This is like the third one tonight, and usually there's not that many. Oh. But this movie is two hours and 44 minutes. That's what it's I was looking at. It's very up. long. Yeah, but when I saw it in the theater, and this is just me probably because I was really stoked about the movie, mm-hmm. I didn't feel... Like, it felt long, but it didn't bother me. That's what she said. Yeah. Also, by the way, we're going to go into full spoilers, which by now it's been months, so, like, you should just be okay with it. But also... Word. Warning. Spoilers. Um, Han, Han Solo. He Harrison Ford doesn't show up for, like, two hours of this movie. Then he finally shows up. Oh, my God. Yes. But that was one thing. of my notes. Yeah. But, I was, but when I saw it in the theater, I was like... I'm not even mad. Like I was having such a good time. I was like, he could have just not shown up and I would have still loved this movie. Wait, but yeah. So overall though, what did you think? Confusion. I give this movie. Oh yeah. Confusion. Sorry. Confusion was like the, the word that comes to mind. Did you enjoy it though? I, I loved it aesthetically. Yeah. And I it's loved it. Beautiful. Film. The fucking score. Uh huh. We can cuss on your podcast, right? No. You yeah, can't. yeah. Oh God! <laughs> what? You can say fuck, cunt, shit, <laughs> midget. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bleep it. Um. Okay. You can say the N word. I can't. No. I can't. But you can. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um. Yeah. Aesthetically, I loved it. Uh huh. And the the fucking score. I do you remember me texting you like the one thing I was like this fucking score, man. I, it's really intense. It's, it's really cool. It's beautiful. It's beautiful and. I was telling mm-hmm. you how I'm not into synth. Into what? Sci- yeah, synth. Sci-fi? No, synth. synth. Right, yeah, right. But the way Hans balances, like, the synth and, like, the orchestra and the, the emotion, like, I think my – because I started listening to the entire album. And as soon as I heard the song when he, they're flying over the river, when him and his baby girl are flying – no, it's not the – it's like a huge waterfall. The waterfall. Are you talking about when they go to San Diego, the trash heap? I think so, yeah. Yes. When I was trying to figure out that, if all of San Diego is a dump now, like if they were just subtly making fun of San Diego for some reason. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, San Diego is great. I don't know why, like it's not actually a dump. The have you ever been there? The really doesn't have, it has beef with San Diego. And it I think it he's like, like a French Canadian man, so I don't know why he would care. Yeah, so what I'm trying to say is I downloaded um, one of the songs immediately. Um, mm-hmm. Tears in the Rain. Oh, my God. And I listen to it, like, every day. Okay. So that's by- basically, like, my favorite part of the movie was the score and how aesthetic it was. And you could tell, like, what was the budget for this movie? Some insane number? Um, I no, don't remember. I'll it look it up. It was crazy. No, look it up. It's a huge number. Ryan Gosling even, like, made a joke of it on, like, Saturday Night Live. It was like, I was on Blade Runner. It cost, like, a billion dollars. <laughs> no, I loved it. Yeah, I um I think it it didn't quite 
like it wasn't the success that they wanted it to be, but I don't know. It's one of those things where it's not a very action packed movie and they, Mm -hmm. the trailers like cut together all the most exciting looking stuff. Yeah. But then I don't know. It's weird because the movie is really like a slow burn for so much of it. But when there is action, it's like really good action. Yeah. Like that part where she's sitting in the chair, just like pew pew, like call of duty shooting down. And it, that's a great scene. Um, this, one of the things that I was like, um, the, the set design of that movie. Yeah. Insane. How gorgeous it was. It's a hundred and fifty, it was $150 million. Yeah. Like that's, that's a stupid number for a movie. Well, I mean for, that's like a typical amount for like, I think Dr. Strange was about that. Like most Marvel movies are that or two, like the Avengers are 200 million, 250. Yeah. So, but I mean, I feel like this movie, I don't know if, if I was a studio executive and I cared about the money, I wouldn't have given it 150 and thought they'll make it back. But I also, if I was a studio executive, I would have greenlit this movie because I wanted to see it. So maybe I shouldn't be a studio executive. One thing I noticed, because after I watched it, I went on like heck of sites that was like reviewing the movie. Uh-huh. And I realized that the people that are like you <laughs> that love the first one and that already had history with it loved it. So it did very well with the fans. But for people like me who were like, I'm just here for Hans and Ryan, it was like, what is happening? Like, I literally wrote, is Jared Leto Jesus? Like, <laughs> I know, wrote that after he, like, cuts the the woman that falls out of the bag and she's covered in yellow goo. And he, like, yeah, that's touches. a replicant. I mean, yeah. Yeah. What? So what? OK, well, what what is like what's the most confusing thing? Because I can like answer, I probably will have answers because I, I watched all the extra. They have like they had like short films on the Blu-ray you can yeah. watch, and they had them on YouTube before the movie came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watched all the extras, but I've also seen the movie. Anyways, yeah. What? Okay, so what? What was Ryan? So yeah, Ryan, Ryan Gosling's a replicant. Yeah, but he so badly wanted to have a soul. Yeah. So he felt more than a usual replicant. I feel. Well, also, I think there's a there's a whole thing about like. In the movie, the humans are like they don't have souls, but yeah. this, but the movies are about like they do. Or what does it mean to have one? Oh. So it's like an exploration of like identity and like purpose and yeah. what means you what what constitutes being alive and and you know like he definitely feels things and he's yes. a real person, but that's what I was, he was yeah. grown and he has fake memories. So that's you know like when he meets the woman who turns out to be actually Deckard's Hans or Harris I keep saying Han Solo Harrison Ford's <laughs> daughter in the movie that lady or she she's she creates memories for replicants. Did you get that part? Yeah, yeah, I understood that. That's a beautiful scene. Yeah, okay. It's things like that that make this movie like one of the best movies ever because that scene is so cool. She has this like insane little contraption. It looks like. Like a little, like a, a, a futuristic, but it's not futuristic because they did this really cool, like alternate future because this movie is like assuming because the first movie takes place in like 2009 or 2016, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, but it's like all 80s kind of feel. Yeah. And then this movie's like, okay, what if the stuff in that movie progressed and we didn't, they didn't have like our fixation with screens. Yeah. Because like most of our tech is like, like screens we look at phones all day we yep. have tvs laptops mm-hmm. you know like smart watches all that stuff and in this world it's kind of there's there's like more tools it's like she has this like 
device that she's like clicking around and like you know it's like dials and it it just looks really cool and it and you watch her and you're like oh she's like a virtuoso like she knows all the little yeah clicks and things that make like that's gonna make that bug have the right wing size mm-hmm. and then when she makes that birthday party it's like yes it's like a touching scene and the effect of it i don't know how they did that because those are like real kids yeah but they're like frozen in air and they're moving and then they slow down and speed up like it's i've never seen anything like that it was gorgeous yeah for sure but yeah so that was like my whole thing was like what it ryan what are you and then um because i think i felt it immediately in the movie where she were what his boss what was his boss's name the blonde chick oh it's robin wright penn's character i forget yeah, the character's name her mm-hmm. when he was when she was like you're doing fine without one a soul and he, yeah it, it hits like, you that yeah. he because he because well, he was kind of like sure yeah, and he is. just has to sit there and take it, and yes. it's, like, so fucked up that she says that, because she's yeah. just like, of course you don't have a soul. You were grown yeah. in a bag, silly. I know. And it, yeah. But it's, like, you felt, you, I mean, Ryan did an amazing job at, like, being like, yeah, I'm totally fine, but I'm broken inside. It's fine. Yeah. No, he's really good at doing a lot by not doing very much. Yeah, like, and then when he gets home, and you meet his, like, wife, basically, but she's, like, a hologram, and he can't even touch her. Yeah. I was, like what is happening like it hurt me yeah when they were out in the rain and mm-hmm. he like and you could tell that she so desperately wanted to be touched too yeah and that's what i was wondering because like for me the first time i saw this movie the relationship he has with uh with uh uh what's her name they she has a name she's joy gorgeous. joy yeah and it's like it's that's like the name of the program because yeah. they sell it so like later you see like a billboard and it's like get a joy today mm-hmm. so, so if you're lonely you can have like a hologram wife or whatever yeah but it just makes me it made me wonder like the first time i saw it i assumed she's like oh she's aware so she's also she's even more trapped than he is because she can't like walk around no. but she's also alive but then i listened to a podcast and this guy was saying his thought was that she's been fake the whole time and like mm-hmm. it's just her program to love him and be that way yeah and be supportive and stuff and so then i was like oh that's even more sad because like so she's depressing. not a real person but that's another thing that confused me too i was like so she's like basically curated created to be the supportive loving wife but like you could tell that she like felt for him and it's like how does homegirl seem like she has a soul but he doesn't supposedly and they're like machines, but they like have this real love and this real connection. Cause like, dude, when she when she died, when Homegirl stepped on her thing, I was like, I almost yeah. cried. And you know, you know why that works so well is because earlier in the movie, there's like a part where you're like, oh no, did she get fucked up? Yeah. And then yeah, it's so good. It, oh no no, it's because like when they're leaving right before that, she's she, like yeah. she's like she's like download me to the thing. Don't let me stay here because they they'll get They'll information. Track you. Yeah. And I'm leg- and then and then that's like oh she's gonna die now <laughs> like yeah I I prefer to think that she was self aware and she was her own person yeah because that's more like that's what I want it I to could be but sleep better at night if I if I think that way yeah plus it's more beautiful that's like oh they had yeah. this they were like in love and she's like her so last hot words, <laughs> her last words were I love you and I know. then gone yeah and oh my god my soul like my soul <laughs> that's why I love this movie because it's like it makes you feel that way about like a USB drive right you know? <laughs> I love you. Yeah. 
I whispered to my back. And then how fucked up is it later when he's walking and he's all beat up and he looks up at the the building and there's a giant naked his wife or girlfriend or whatever just who doesn't know him, but it's her. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. It's like when you see an ex and they just ignore you, which I don't know if that's ever happened. But just it's that same feeling, though, of like when someone breaks up with you and then they're done with you and they never want to see you and you're like but i thought we had to like it, it's kind of that thing what <laughs> i said too soon <laughs> yeah, i agree <laughs> um yeah so i don't know that stuff really hit me and it made me like love the movie so much yeah yeah i loved the connections in the movie and then i i was annoyed but also kind of like what the fuck this is then it's getting interesting because i seriously the movie makes you think for a really long time that ryan is the 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 child yeah that's another cool thing is it it has like a really great misdirect yes and like rewatching it it was less exciting because the mystery was gone like i knew it wasn't him yeah so you don't have that like oh my god he's gonna figure it out yep he's gonna be harrison ford's son yeah you know deckard but then he's not so but he's just the guy that led him to it, which he was basically just like yeah. the middle man. I thought it was weird. They had sort of a strange at the end. It was like, we're going to revolution. And I was like, that's cool. And then I kind of assumed, I, I knew there wasn't time in the movie, but I was like, is there going to be like a cool war scene where they they get an army together and fight, but then they don't do that. And now I'm like, I heard something that Ridley Scott wants to do another one. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if Denny Villeneuve, the director, is going to do it. Because the direct, to me, the reason this movie works is that director. Yeah. <laughs> like, that guy's phenomenal. Uh, he The other things he's done are the most famous ones that I know of are Sicario. Oh, yeah. I never watched Sicario. It's so good. I mean, just you saying Ridley Scott is like, I think Ridley Scott's amazing. Yeah. Because The Gladiator and Scott Free productions period <laughs> well um, i don't know some of his more recent movies are like uh, yeah like prometheus and alien covenant or, i mean uh, i don't get into those movies but gladiator yeah. gladiator is great but that's that was 2000 or 1999 yeah it's a while ago yeah and then i think his brother became like my absolute favorite director of all time for a while tony scott tony scott because yeah. he gave me domino and man on fire and top gun and top gun so and yeah countless other things he's pretty amazing but it was sad R. when he died. It's sad how he died. Yes. Very. Very sad. Um. So, yeah, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, what else did he do? Denny, he did Arrival, which I thought was amazing, too. I haven't watched Arrival. It's another sci-fi movie. <laughs> but maybe sci-fi is a great new genre that you've yeah, discovered. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. Uh, what What is it about that you don't like? Is it like, because it's like tech? traditionally a nerdy thing or is it like you just don't like the aesthetic of future stuff or aliens or robots I think it's or... because i'm very into a certain genre and i'm such a creature of habit that i don't stray from that genre like i'm yeah. really into independent movies because they follow real life and they just cut the boring parts out of it yeah and i love those kinds of movies um but i also really loved interstellar but I, I'll never watch that movie again. I only watched it once. I don't need to put my heart through that ever again. <laughs> I loved in, I loved Inception um, and Armageddon and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm not the greatest fan. And like Star Wars, like I've never watched Star Wars. Star Wars isn't, it isn't technically science fiction. It's more uh, like space fantasy. Okay. Because science fiction is like something it's based on like some kind of real science. And then yeah. it's like goes further like 
replicants are basically clones. I thought when I first saw the movie, I was like, oh, they're like robots, like androids. Yeah. But no, they're they're like flesh and blood, but they're manufactured. So like mm-hmm. when you see like uh, Dave Bautista's eye, like he makes him look up and then he scans because there's like a barcode or like a serial number. Yeah. So and then they, they can zoom in on stuff and like, oh, my God, there's a serial. There's a microscopic serial number on this bone mm-hmm. when they're examining Rachel's remains, you know. And they were created to be like perfect slaves, right? Basically. Yeah, the idea is they built them to do stuff that humans couldn't. So they're like okay. stronger. And so like in the first movie, the plot is like uh, Harrison Ford's character is he, he he's a Blade Runner. That's like the name of the movie is what Ryan Gosling is mm-hmm. or what Harrison Ford is. They And they're, I don't know if they're just, I forget if they're cops also or if they're just specifically trained to kill replicants. Cause, okay. So in the first movie, it's like there's, uh, the Tyrell Corporation, which in this in this movie you can see their building. It's actually really cool. Like in the beginning, yeah. when he goes to visit uh, uh, Wallace, mm-hmm. uh, Jared Leto's character, the the Wallace building is like dwarfing the Tyrell building. Yeah, and like if you watch the first movie, you see the Tyrell building. It's like this grand pyramid looking thing, and you're like, whoa, that's cool. And in this movie, like they fly past the pyramid and go up, and there's like this monolithic, yeah. like extra huge, like. I'm an asshole. I'm going to like overshadow yeah. you building. Cause the backstory for that guy is he invented some way. Cause like food is basically dead in this future. Yeah. So that's why Dave Bautista is growing like worms. Cause that's like what everyone eats, I guess. Mm. Right. Gross. And yeah. so he found a way to like make that happen so that he, he literally saved the world like his invention. So then he, he took all, he, he brought back replicants because after the first movie, I guess something happened or there's a revolt or they, they had to like discontinue them. And then there's like one of those preview kind of like YouTube videos you can watch. It's on the Blu-ray or I think it's on YouTube still. There's like one where he brings a replicant in with him to like these government people. And he demonstrates like they listen now. They don't, they don't rebel. Oh. Cause that, cause the problem was they were rebelling. So like the replicants were rebelling. Yeah. Okay. And they also used to make them to last only like six years Okay. So they couldn't live that long and they started going crazy. So that's why he had to like retire them. So there's like a crew of them, but they're not even really going crazy. They're just kind of. Blade Runners are replicants as well, right? Well, yeah, that's the thing is I don't think, I don't think they all are because I think Edward James Olmos' character was not a replicant. Okay. But he was like his partner in the first movie. Yeah. And that's why he visits him in the old folks home. Do you remember that part? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I think the one of the things about the first movie is you're supposed to question, like, is he a replicant or isn't he? And it, yeah. it doesn't tell you necessarily. And th- I read that in one of the forums. Yeah. And, and then, then another question was, did Ryan Gosling's character die? And they were like, well, technically he did because they made it look like, but technically he's also a replicant, so he could be brought back anytime. So we don't know. Could he be brought back anytime? They said that on the message boards? Yeah. Oh. I don't yeah. know if that's true. That's what I read. But they they are stronger than people, so. But he got stabbed like a million times. Like was it stabbing? Twice. I think but she shot him, didn't she? I don't remember. I was yeah. just like Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is, it's one of those things where he's laying on a staircase and he's kind of still, so it, it could go either way. That scene was beautiful, though. Like the score that came over that part, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Take the score out of any movie and I won't cry. But once the score comes in, and if it's Hans Zimmer, it's like I will ball. <laughs> I will ball. 
I like Hans Zimmer. I love Hans Zimmer. I, I love Hans John Zimmer. Williams is still my favorite, but I love Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman's great. Danny Elfman's amazing, and um, Michael Giacchino's great. Yeah, do you know you know him right? Yeah, and then um, what's his name? Uh, Harry Gregson Williams. I don't know that guy. Yeah, he did like he did a uh, Man on Fire. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know Howard Shore. He did Lord of the Rings. Oh. Yeah, that guy's. I've great. also never watched Lord of the Rings. Well. Homework. <laughs> I like how we're friends, but we like don't have that in common like at all, and it's like a big thing for you. Oh, it's your, okay. In your apartment, I can just tell. Yeah. Wait, where did my? I have Lord of the Rings posters. Where did I put them? I saw a Frank poster. Frank. Frank. Do you mean? Do you no, mean Frank over there? Kramer. No, not Kramer. Is that Kramer? Right there. I've never watched Science. No, not that guy. Oh. Frank. Frank. It says Frank over there. There's like a movie poster in your room. It says Frank. I was snooping. Why? Oh, Frank Sinatra. Yes. That's not a movie poster. It was. <laughs> well, it's a sweet poster. Luke. It is. That's why I kept it. I used to work at a Borders, and so I got like free. Like when we got rid of posters, mm-hmm. or if we didn't want them, I would just take the ones I wanted. That'd be dope. It was dope. My favorite poster that I owned was a Blow poster. Have you watched the movie Blow? Yes, one time. It was time. one of my favorite movies growing up. It shouldn't have been, but... <laughs> I was going to say, how old are you when you watched it? I was it? like eight years old. Seven or eight, the first time I watched it. Did you like... I fell in love with it immediately. Did you know that cocaine was bad or were you like, I want to try that? No, I knew that it was bad because did you see what it turned Penelope Cruz into? Well, yeah, but... Yeah. I actually no. completely forgot she was in that movie. Oh, she's one of the reasons to watch it. She's a brown girl, Luke. No, she's one of my favorite ones. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, it's been a while since I've seen that movie, so I don't it's a remember. Great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but no, I never. And then the first time they brought out like the marijuana bud thing, mm-hmm. I thought it was bird seed, and I was like, "Why are they getting so excited over bird feed?" <laughs> <laughs> my brother was like, "No, yeah, it's not." I like to like see a movie I haven't seen for a while and remember and be like, "Oh, I used to think that that was that, and it's actually this thing." What? Yeah. Or you catch humor. Now yeah. as an adult. Well, I just watched, like I was watching a few clips from uh, Willy Wonka, like the old one. And I was, I was just like noticing other things that I didn't notice before. And like how, how funny, like it's supposed to be hilarious how Gene Wilder, like Augustus Gloop falls into the chocolate river and he's like freaking out about the chocolate, not the kid. Like yeah. he doesn't give a shit that the kid no. fell in the thing. No. Yeah. So, but that's like the kind of stuff as a kid, like I wouldn't have noticed but now it's like, oh, of course. I even as a kid, I noticed like from that machine that makes the whatever, 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 the the thing that they're not supposed to steal. There's like a there's like a part where like a pink dick looking thing comes out. Oh wow! I need to watch the whole movie again. <laughs> and now. even as a kid, I was like, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's suggestive. Yeah. Yeah. His factory is innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a dick. Oh man. Um. Yeah, I don't. Know. I feel like we're going all over the place, but whatever. It's late. Um, it's not that late. It's like ten. But we've. I've said. Wait, what other notes? I'm not do saying I have? we're done. I'm just saying unless oh, you want to. One be of done. my notes. It's only been was, half an hour. <laughs> one of my notes was Ryan in the leather jacket, and then I put dot dot dot. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Excellent <laughs> film analysis. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was going to do great, and then. I think the the like the way you feel about him is how I feel about the his girlfriend or wife in the movie. Oh yeah, she's, she's stunning. She's absolutely gorgeous. 
and then we should I be put, naming these people. <laughs> I put don't like future Anna Anna de Armas. She she hasn't done like that many things that I know about, but Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah. Another note I had was I don't like future makeout sessions because they weren't touching and they wanted to kiss so bad, but you couldn't. Oh yeah. How? Okay. So <laughs> what did you think about that sex scene where they get the hooker to come? And then be her, sort yeah. of? Like, how weird is that? That was so weird. Yeah. But I got what they were doing, and I was like, I get it. So it I, but I respect it. I think that was another great scene, just kind of showing how desperate they were to, like, make it work. I know. That they were, like, willing to have, like, a threesome, kind of. Yeah. It was just, like, it was so sad, but it was also beautiful, because, like, she did it for him and for her. Like, yes. Like, this is for us. So I, I bought us a hooker. No, when he when she was like, I want to be real for you. I want to be more real for yeah. you. That's when I decided I'm not going to remarry until a man is willing to holograph himself into another body. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't do that, it's not real. Put yourself in Brian Gosling's mind. Where are you going to go to meet hologram men that would have to do that? Obviously, it's happening in the future. Ridley yeah. Scott is telling us that this is going to happen. <laughs> so it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, that would be interesting. <laughs> Um, and then I also put I want to be Ryan's holographic wife my notes are great <laughs> <laughs> my notes are let's see let's go through attention to details excellent pot on stove <laughs> I don't know I, I like because I think what what makes Den- Denny such a great director is his attention to detail like he really sets up a scene he shows you things because the number one thing about movies that people like, I think a lot of people, when they start trying to write something, they're like, I'm going to write a screenplay. They don't, like, you have to remember that you're supposed to show, not tell. Mm-hmm. If you start, like, just having a scene where everyone's telling what's happening, you want to, like, show stuff and, like, convey mood by, like, what's going on. So, like, you know, when you show the, the pot, it's like, this guy is, like, he's quiet. He's just living his life. He's innocently, and then... Ryan Gosling's character is coming in. This is at the beginning with Dave Bautista. Yeah. And and he's coming into his house and he's like, you're a replicant, bro. Sorry, I got to take you out, even though I'm one too. And he's like, I'm just cooking worms, man. Yeah. He's not hurting anyone. He's a farmer. I felt bad about that scene. He's that a farmer scene. in the creepy future where you have to yeah. make worms in a pool of water. Very, very gross. But yeah. that scene did make me feel for the older guy, like for real, mm-hmm. until he was like, really strong as shit and i was like all right i guess it's even it's fine yeah but i did feel for him because he's a gentle giant though he's yeah and then he was like just trying to cook his worms and live his life just like you said and you could tell that it was like a somber house like he was lonely like i felt that he was out there because he couldn't be in the city with the people not because he was like it's quiet and i like it it's like he had to yeah he had no choice one of those extra films i was talking about the third one is him he's like He's in the city somewhere and someone try like he knows this like this mother and her daughter and something like some thugs are like trying to mess with them. So he like kills them and then he has to leave. So he's a good guy. Well, I'm not going to watch that film now because yeah. I will cry. Yeah. Now knowing what I know, what happens to him because he has to take homeboy's eyeball out. I know. Yeah. Ugh. I like it. He just has it in a bag and he just like slaps it And he just it slaps it on like it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I need that, that's a question I had what do they do are they like resetting him when he comes back to the station and they're like det- oh, yeah. detached or whatever is that like the way they reset him I guess so in the first movie they have a thing called the void comp test 
and that's yeah. te- that's like the test that tells you if someone's a replicant mm-hmm. because of based on how they answer. It's yeah. like really abstract and weird. And I don't think you're supposed to understand it as the viewer. You're just supposed to be I like, this is weird and crazy. I didn't. Yeah. But to me, that's another thing I like is that they just, they're just showing you this. Like yeah. you don't have to understand, but it's like, it feels intricate enough that you're like, there's something's going on here and it feels real. Like that's mm-hmm. the realness of this movie, even though it's fake and it's future, fake future, whatever it's sci-fi. But I think that the, the the test is like it's a baseline test to it's like to to make sure he's not rebelling or yeah he's just because they do that test later on in the movie and yeah, she was and like you trouble. are nowhere near baseline and exactly. you could see it yeah. yeah so I was like wait are they that's not resetting okay I guess I get it now yeah. I get what it is it's so like how they sense. make sure that he's like on track mm-hmm. and they can keep yeah. trusting him to do his job yeah. Yeah. Which, and he, when you think about what his job is, it's really fucked up. That's like, oh, yeah. He's killing his own kind, and he's like aware enough that he knows it's messed up, but he's like, I have to do it because I listen. And I was born and bred for this. Yeah. Because to yeah. go back to that, that other pre uh, YouTube movie thing with Jared Leto's character, he brings a replicant in, and he goes, he has him like, he's like, he just tells him to kill himself. So mm-hmm. he breaks a piece of glass. And he holds it to a sword and he's like, do it. And he just goes, like, no thinking. And then he just dies. And it's like a big, you know, like an attractive guy. Like, it just feels like, it feels like if you took, like, a beautiful statue and you just punched the head off. Mm -hmm. It's like that feeling of, like, oh, it's like a work of art. Like, what are you doing? But he's just proving a point, like, I've created new replicants. Because he's Jared Leto. Yeah. And he could do that. Well, then you know what he was going for, right? Like, his whole thing in the movie is he wants to find out how to make make it so the replicants can can have their own kids yeah can replicate yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. ah i get it (laughs) um yeah no i i felt mad uncomfortable that whole speech he was giving that replicant the 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 female Mm -hmm. and he she was like touching her her like uterus and then he just slices it and i was like dude she was like just born i know it's such a weird it is like it's like taking an iphone out of the case and just snapping it in half i was like what the (laughs) hell jared yeah. Let the bitch like breathe a little bit. Like she she was just born. I really liked how it was kind of cool. It it reminded me of I don't know if you've ever seen like have you ever seen like a horse being born? Yeah. And it's like it comes out and it's all awkward and like slimy. It's, That's like exactly what she looked like. It's funny that you bring that up because my first thought when I first saw that scene I was like Bambi. <laughs> when Bambi yeah. was yeah. born. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought of. Yeah. Oops. I made a noise. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I really liked uh I liked his like he he plays that character so well as a so douche, well. you know. And, but I really like it's like it's weird that he's blind, but he doesn't like he, instead of insert like I feel like he should be able to put replicant eyes in his head, and yeah. instead he's got these like little implants, yeah, that guide these little creepy fish cameras that I float around. I did not like those. Yeah, and that's another. Th- I was like, if this guy's so pretentious, just put eyeballs in your freaking sockets. Like, yeah. don't be that. Don't try too hard, Jared Leto. Just stop. <laughs> yeah. No, I think he did a really great job of making it, making that guy super hateable. Just... Oh, yeah. And then I did not like Homegirl either, who just killed the guy that was just protecting the bones. And in, in like in one oh. hit, too. Oh, yeah. That was fucked up. Oh, my up. God. What was his name? He had a cool name, too. Oh, yeah. What he had a cool it? name. But I'll yeah, one hit, he fell down, blood everywhere. Coco. Coco. His yeah. name was Coco. He killed. Coco's dead. He's the guy from The Dark Knight that's like the Joker's lackey. Do you remember that? Yeah. The guy in the truck. He's like, <laughs> like he's a weirdo too. I love how the blonde, I think it was the blonde lady that delivered the line, but 
the name was Coco, but she still delivered it so beautifully. Coco is dead. Like, in the most most serious way. Where is her character on here? Oh, Lieutenant Joshi. Lieutenant Joshi, yeah. Robin Wright, yeah. Coco is dead. (laughs) Try saying that really seriously. Coco is dead. Coco is dead. (laughs) End scene. (laughs) End scene. (laughs) You guys, you didn't see the, the... the fury, the the commitment in our eyes. I think we were both nailing it. Oh, yeah. But you can't see it on a podcast, so. The, the commitment was there, folks. It sure was. <laughs> um, let's see. I, I feel like I want to I go through my notes so we don't miss anything. I don't know. We're just hanging out. This is what this podcast is now. <laughs> I went through all my notes already. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wrote, I, t- I even took a picture of the screen at one point. That's beautiful, honestly. Well, because, okay, so one of my favorite things about this movie, we talked about how beautiful it is. Mm-hmm. But the use of color is amazing. It's, oh, yeah. So the cinematographer's name is Roger Deakins. Yeah. He's done, um, let's see, he's done a bunch of stuff. But he's never, I, I think he's, I don't think he's ever won an Oscar, but he's one of those guys that you're like, if you've seen his movies, you're like, why the fuck has he not won? Leonardo DiCaprio, but he has his Oscar now. It's yeah. cool. Okay, here we go. So he's known for Skyfall, mm-hmm. uh, which is a beautiful film, like visually. No Country for Old Men beautiful film sicario hail caesar which looks really great it's it's an okay movie uh i haven't seen unbroken yo i only oh unbroken was gorgeous okay i've watched unbroken and stunning yeah um and i've only watched a couple of scenes in sicario and the one scene that i loved was the silhouette scene Hmm. and now that you mentioned that he's the the cinematographer great job yeah i want to i want to see sicario again like i just the tone of that movie, it's like this creeping dread the whole time, but it's just badass too. Like mm-hmm. there's this element of cool. I don't know. It's the same feeling I got from watching uh, Zero Dark Thirty. It's like there's these, this group of people that's like, we're like doing the most, we're like dealing with the most fucked up shit and we're just going to, they're like agents and they're badass, but they have to get it done. I don't know. I have like a sci-fi movie I want to make someday. So I'm always like those kind of things are like, that's like the tone I'm going for maybe. Dude, I'm game. I'm game for your sci-fi film already. You're game or gay for it? On both. Okay. Yeah. Um, my favorite cinematographer was Tony Scott, and that's because did he? I don't. Was he, he did a, Domino and Men on Fire? But did the he? Was he the cinematographer or the? Because he directed it. But did he? I think he did cinematography for Domino, if I'm not mistaken. But. And if you watch in interviews, the way he um, led the lighting and, and the editing for both those movies, it's like, damn. I dude. am Domino Harvey. <laughs> oh, dude, I love that movie so I much. I am a bounty. I remember that trailer. I was I'm like, a bounty oh, my God, hunter. sounds so annoying. Dan Mendel. Yeah. So he directed it only. Yeah. But yeah, no, he had a he had no. he had a very crazy look for a while. Like I know his movies all have this like high saturation. Yeah, no, it, and then yeah. the because I I watched, wasn't a fan of it. To be I loved it, and the reason behind it mm-hmm. was what made me love it more because he closely worked with his editing and his lighting people and the cinematographer. Yeah. Because for Domino specifically, he wanted it to make he wanted people to look at the movie because Domino was narrating it. Uh huh. He wanted them to look at the movie through domino's eyes and you know how she was like this badass adrenaline junkie like she seemed like she was always on drugs she wanted the he wanted so it looked like she was on acid the whole time it looked that's why the shot was so acidic the whole movie was so acidic and it wasn't like the memories from her kid like they weren't like that but 
her real action life, it's like crazy, grainy, very acidic, very saturated because he wanted them to look at the movie through her eyes. And I was like, that's fucking brilliant. I'll have homie. to watch it again. I have no, not seen a, it since it came out. It's a gorgeous. And it's like, it has my favorite sex scene of all time. Who, who does she do it with? She does it with uh, Choco and it, it's in the Choco. desert and they're high on mescaline or something. Oh, man, and I've it's scored beautifully and they're in the desert and it's gorgeous. Yeah, and then Man on Fire, and you can tell on Man on Fire, spoiler alert for Man on Fire, the movie is very rose and yellow hued in the beginning, Mm -hmm. and then when they kidnap PETA, you can tell the movie just turns so blue and so green, Hmm. and then PETA comes back. Spoiler alert, she doesn't die. Yeah. And then it goes from yellow to blue again because Creasy is dying. And the way, ah, oh, I could talk about the way for days, but yeah, it's a gorgeous movie. Yeah, no, it's okay. Do you, I mean, that's what, that's the, what I just, I don't mind, like, if you go on a tangent, it's totally cool. I definitely went on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I, I don't get to talk movie to anybody. Nobody really gets it. Really? No, you're the only person that I can really talk movie with. Like, Everybody no one in your like, family, none of your friends? Mm-mm. I had a friend, but. <laughs> you had one friend? No, yeah, that I could talk to about that stuff, but we're not we're not friends anymore. Oh, is it who I'm thinking of? Yeah, <laughs> it's sad. Oh, yeah, well. yeah, but even he wasn't as into it, so it's okay. Yeah, no, I want to like do it. No, I want to be in the sauce. In the sauce. Yeah. 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 So thank you for letting me rant, guys. Yeah, no, do it. Uh, it's great. Subscribe. Yeah, and in this movie, like I just love. There's like when he goes. You, here, I took a picture. I'll show you. But when he goes to the Wallace Corporation, he's talking to that creepy like vampire guy, mm-hmm. and he's at that like, you know, that window. Yes. And it, the the yellow lighting is so, it's like gold, and it's just so striking. Like it's yes. this line through, and I don't know like what it means in this in that scene or whatever. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of meaning that I don't know. Yeah. I'm stupid, but it just it just looks like every shot of this movie. And it's weird because it's like you have that, then you have like this dark city. With like blue and pink yeah. and purple and it's like, and it's like what Ghost in the Shell was trying to do, but yeah. it didn't quite, like it looked cool, it but it land. didn't have the soul that this movie has. Mm-hmm. Souls. And so, but then, then they go like, there's that whole sequence where he goes to San Diego and it's like cloudy and dirty and nasty and like rusty and just like, but it's so crazy that. I don't feel like any of this movie doesn't belong together, but if you look at all these little pieces, yeah. it's like they're so different. Like Vegas is this like orange Martian, like yeah. misty kind of dead place, you know? I love the way they incorporated the snow at the end. Yeah. It was stunning. And then how I didn't they... know if it was snow. Like at the beginning, there's a scene where there's snow, but I'm like, that's probably just ash because it's horrible. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. no, wait, it's snow. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, it was one of those things where it was one of those movies where if you stop the movie at any time, any time, yeah. it would have made a gorgeous photograph. Exactly. And yeah, those yeah, are yeah. the movies I live for. That's uh-huh. why I love Man on Fire. That's why yeah. I love Domino. The Revenant. That's why I love The Revenant, yeah. Interstellar, mm-hmm. like all those movies. Yeah. I'm looking at my shelf. Of Dude, movies. we can talk about The Revenant for days. I would I love, love to love watch that again and review that. That score. Oh, my God. I love a lot of things about that movie. I've been wanting oh, to rewatch yeah. it. 
I mean, it's a little ridiculous, some of the, like, oh, he wouldn't be that healed by then or whatever, but whatever, it's good. <laughs> um, When you're trying to avenge the death of your baby, yeah. you heal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of somebody touching Autumn, like, a bitch would heal, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't have kids. I don't know what it's like. I have a niece. <laughs> she's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> no, um, and that's why I like independent movies, too, because... Um, independent movies it's they make them more beautiful and it's always just more acting than action or effect it's yeah. a lot of character and it's a lot of scene work well that's and, why i like to i like the idea of balancing them which is mm-hmm. why i love this movie because it's like not afraid to have those quiet moments those like real you know like there's a lot of him just walking around trying to figure shit out but it's not boring because it's like he's in these amazing sets you know like these amazing places and like this that it's like a gripping like i want to know the mystery like what i thought the movie was a little boring at times yeah <laughs> but i like i was saying um the room where he went to go get the files or whatever yeah yeah like all the sets incredible Do you mean like that machine that like that room size machine that he's like looking into yeah the, but like, no the... i'm saying that whole building in general yeah when he when he was sent to go there Oh, um, wall. oh, oh, the Wallace building. Yeah. Oh, okay. the Wallace I thought you meant building. later when he's looking at the DNA strands. Yeah. No, everything. Okay. Everything, though. And then when you first open up in the room where Jared Leto's just sitting and there's like water. Yeah. But, the like, water like, stuff was really cool. Yes. And yeah. then the orange lit slits in the. I, I don't know how to describe it, but you yeah. know what I'm talking about? The room, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. How they're. The way they lit that mm-hmm. blows my mind. Yeah. And if you watch the extras, they just had these sets where they put water. Like uh, the 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 room where where that big open room with the water all around mm-hmm. and like like where they do the fucked up thing with Rachel at the end where he clones Rachel and he's like here's oh your ex girlfriend that had the baby oh my god yeah that that like room that. it's like a big set and then the it doesn't have a ceiling but they had like this giant light ring so yeah. it would like shoot lights all around like in a it would go in a circle so when you're watching the movie there's like because I don't know if you noticed but I think it like kind of gets dark and it lights up yes. again it's yeah because they had this like crazy rig set up but uh, when you watch it you it's the movie's so well made that you kind of can't tell what's cg and what's not yeah and then when you watch the extras you're like oh that's a set yeah and that's why like my thing if i ever get to make films is like no shooting camera when much, i make yeah. films uh, when i make films when i make films there you go you shoot as much as you can in camera with practical effects mm-hmm. and then you enhance them with cgi that's yeah. how you do it if you just make everything in cgi then it's not it's gonna cheesy. feel real yeah the actors don't respond as well no it's just not as good i mean people i think people are better at acting in cgi situations now but there's no reason not to build like a yeah. room and then put like a a green screen on the window and then put the cool vista out there. Titanic was shot in a pool, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you like, can't CGI water. Like Titanic th- was shot in a pool. I guess you could CGI water, but yeah. No, but they made it look like they were in the Atlantic, Luke, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was in a pool. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool, yeah. But yeah, I really like the, the aesthetic of the movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't... The story was weird, confusing. I am confusion. <laughs> I wrote futuristic city porn. So. Okay. But sometimes. Well, like, you know. Score porn. Score porn. Yeah, there score you go. Score porn. Yeah, music score porn. Because I, I don't know. Sometimes I like to go down a rabbit hole on the internet and just, like, look up, like, people's art about, like, for futuristic cities or uh-huh. sci-fi junk. 
and I'll just be like, "You're so cool, oh, Luke." Looks, am I? Yeah. <laughs> I love how unique you are. Well, I I don't know if I'm that unique. I think there's lots of nerds like me. Mm, I haven't met many. Oh, okay. Well, you just gotta hang out with more nerds. I guess. Yeah. I'm not opposed to it. If we can talk film all day long, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> yeah. That'd be, yeah, we we just do like a bunch of these podcasts, just whatever movie, who cares when oh, it came out. another thing that I was going to say about this score. The score of this movie gave me what Dunkirk didn't. Mm. Because oh, I didn't the, see Dunkirk. Don't okay. spoil it. <laughs> so Dunkirk's score is also by Hans Zimmer because Christopher Noli's and Hans Zimmer's are boys. Yeah. So they do everything together. Uh-huh. Um, but there's only like a really beautiful score at the end of the movie. Hmm. But it's literally Hans Zimmer created the most perfect ticking throughout the. It's in the trailer. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of ticking, and then at the end of the movie, it's the most gorgeous score you can imagine. And it it reminded me a lot of Blade Runner, but with synth. And in Blade Runner, I got a lot of beautiful music. Like the whole score of that movie yeah. was gorgeous. But so I'm saying, yeah, oh my god. It gave me <laughs> like, it gave me what Dunkirk didn't. Okay. So I'm just gonna put that out there. I think it's so funny that you're saying. like, the movie was cool, but the music. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let Do you me... ever go to like like concerts for like orchestra? I was stuff? this close to watching Hans Zimmer live this oh, really? year. Does he yeah. tour? He tours. Interesting. But he doesn't tour in America that much. Oh. He tours like in the other countries and stuff. Does like he tour in Germany? It's a Germany? I'm sure. So that's how they call it. Is it puts uh, in front of everything. No, yeah, I love, I love movie scores. I've loved movie scores since as far as I can imagine. Like uh-huh. remember, I mean, yeah, for days. Yeah, no, I love. I mean, I for me, it's like, what's crazy to me is I don't know. I don't know if it's because I grew up with it and it's my favorite thing. But the Star Wars soundtracks by John Williams are so good. Yeah. And what's crazy is how many themes there are within that movie. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of movies now, like, there's a lot of subpar soundtracks. Oh, Like, generic. the Marvel movies are notoriously bad with soundtracks. Yes. Yeah. I heard, I, I watched this YouTube video. I don't know if it's, like, really what's happening. But this guy was saying that what they do is when they shoot a movie, they use, like, placeholder music. Mm-hmm. And then they show... So, like, they'll take music from some other movie that came out recently just to show the executives or the producers, like... This is what the movie is shaping up to be like. Yeah. And then when they see it, they go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We like that. Do that music. So then they kind of do so the same music. keep the music. And so the music starts eating itself and, like, doing the same thing. So you get all these, like, similar sounding soundtracks. I, that's why I really liked Danny Elfman because Danny Elfman did a lot of the superhero movies. Like, he did a Batman. He did a Batman He did movie. the earlier ones, yeah. He did, like, the earlier uh, yeah. comic Spider-Man, movies. He did like, the first Spider-Man, yeah. And, but you could hear... Like, yeah, because it's from the same mind, the mm-hmm. similarities, but they were all different. And none of it was cheesy. Like, he also scored Wanted, which was, like, not the best movie, <laughs> but the score of Wanted and the whole soundtrack of Wanted was beautiful. You know what I'm noticing? I feel like like the way that there's, like, a group of movies that I saw as a kid that I remember really well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're revealing yours to me because you're, like, five years younger than me. Yeah. So I'm, like, getting, like, Wanted and, like, Domino. Mm. These are, like, movies that I saw when I was, like, in my freshman or senior of high school. So I was kind of, like, they weren't that memorable thing where I watched it 30 times because I had nothing to do. 
But for you, these are those movies, and it's funny. Well, well, wanted to like was, hear all these names of movies that I haven't thought of for years. Well, that wanted, wanted was porn for me because it did an incredible job with slow motion shots, which I love slow motion shots and the score. Yeah, but everything else, and then Angelina Jolie. Yeah, I don't. I'm not like a big. I've never been like, oh my god, she's the hottest. I'm like, she's like pretty, but I'm. It's not. She's like not my. She's not your steez. No, I don't know what it is. It's like it's like her face is doing too much. Really? It's like chill oh, out. Oh God, she's amazing. I think she's stunning. Like to this day. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if I if she was in this room, I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But you know, Anna de Armas or her. Oh um, well, Anna de Armas looks a lot like Angelina Jolie to me. No. Yeah. Don't say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but. Yeah. Um. So I scratched my sister's CDs just because I would listen to the score so much. And you know oh. how back then, if you replayed, like you would mess up the CD. And when we first got here from Mexico, Wait, really from me- from playing it too many times, I never had that problem. Um, Did you like have a Walkman th- or like a CD Walkman that yeah. you would bounce around? Okay. Yeah, I messed up her CDs by doing that. Mm. Um, when we first got here from Mexico, the first soundtrack that she bought. She only bought it for the Celine Dion song, but it was Titanic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I fucked up her CD because I would play track 13. And track 13 was when the was when the boat was flipping up mm-hmm. and all the violins go crazy and everybody's running and, like, the bass and the commotion. Like, I would replay that song over because I loved it. That's so funny. And then... I've still never seen Titanic all the way through. What? I know, right? That's terrible. And then the other CD I fucked up of hers was the Armageddon soundtrack. Mm. And it, cause she bought it for the Aerosmith song. Yeah. There's a fire, di- uh, fire station like a block away. So you get motorcycles and firefighters. Yeah. I'm a, well, my bed, you guys can't see this, but my bed used to be next to that window over there. And, and it was terrible. I would sleep so bad and I didn't think about it. And I was getting really bad sleep for a long time. And then I realized like, oh, the street noises are yeah. waking me up all night long. And then, like, a random homeless guy or girl, like, just someone walking by just going, like, where are you fucking this cabbage, <laughs> cunts? Like, just whatever weird thing. There was a guy, because there's the the porch next door, like, no one's living there. So they would, like, sometimes homeless people just sleep there. Oh, wow. And so, like, there was one morning I woke up, and I it was, like, at 5 in the morning, like, an hour before I was supposed to wake up. And some guy, it's, like, this weird white guy, and he's probably the same age as me. Which is really the scary, like the weird part. It's like, oh. that could be me if I was crazy. And he's sitting there <laughs> talking to like three different people who are all in his head. Mm-hmm. And one of the person, one of the people, it was like, you know, like, like Jan, like Jan and Tom Jan and then time. Like he's talking to an abstract concept. What? So, he, but he would say shit like, he would say something like, I don't care how much it itches. You bring that pussy over me right now. <laughs> Like, that's the thing he said. What would time say, Luke? What would time respond to I can't to remember, but he would say stuff like, this is all just an illusion that we're all perpetuating in the... <laughs> but he had, like, this accent, and then he would say the N-word, and I was like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> <laughs> so the N-word is not cool, but Jesus Christ is just up for grabs. He's a white guy. <laughs> it just... It was just weird. It, I don't know. When I first moved in, there was a guy across the street who would just... He had... I think he had Tourette's. And like every thirty seconds, I'd hear, "Fuck!" <laughs> like across the street. And, I, and at first, like when I first moved here, I was like, "Oh, this is novel." And then eventually, you're like, "This is really annoying." <laughs> so 
So I move my bed way far away from the window and I sleep much better. Yeah. And I messed up my scissors Armageddon soundtrack. Yeah. So, just saying. Those, this is so funny. Those CD players, you used to have to hold them like straight in your yeah. hand. You remember how cool the, they don't skip CD players yeah, were? I had, oh my I, God. I still have, no, I might've gotten rid of it. I had like a, a one that I used all the time. Yeah. Yeah. My brother bought the Sony Walkman, like $60 CD player uh-huh. that doesn't skip. And we just thought it was like gold in our household because yeah. we all like would jog with it. Uh-huh. And if you jog with a CD player back in the day, it goes like, because it would skip yeah. with movement. But this one, it was so cool. Yeah. It's weird what we take for granted now. Like now, I know. now our phones can just have Spotify and you can feel like listening to a, a yeah. song and it's just there. And, like, just to think you had to buy a whole album for one song. Because my sister just bought that album uh-huh. for Celine Dion or Aerosmith. Yeah. Just the one song. But everything else was like, fuck that. Like, I will listen to the, the other stuff. Well, now you don't score. have to. You could just get that one song. Yeah. So it kind of makes us all more shallow. I mean, the internet is killing us. <laughs> Blade Runner 2049. They don't have the internet. They don't have souls. I think they have souls. Yeah, but they're not supposed to, Luke. Well, baseline. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I wish I remembered like the things he said. I was gonna yeah. do. Yeah, can't remember. You're, uh, and it would say like really weird things. Yeah, like, it's like weird your, phrases. Your like, child holding your hand, or like stuff like stuff like that. What like, did he say though? He said what, he would like say a word and you have to repeat it. Yeah, it was like check or something. I can't remember. Uh, see, this is the kind of stuff I should have wrote down. Not lying in the leather jacket. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Let's see. What else do I have here? Uh, I wrote baby sweets because that's what Robot Wife called Ryan Gosling. Baby sweets. I thought it was a little bit um, misogynistic how she, like the first thing you see her do is walk out in like a 1950s kind of outfit. She made dinner for him. Yeah. But I did think it was like, it was like a weird sort of, it's like he was in love with this ghost of the past of what it, what the 50s were. Which is weird yeah. because, like, it's been, like, a hundred years since then. And, like, why does he know or care about that time period? Yeah. You know? And I did, like, he was, like, into Frank Sinatra. That was kind of cool. That was really cool, actually. I like that, too. And then when they go to Vegas and he meets Harrison, or he's, you know, meets Harrison Ford's character. Was it in, no, it wasn't in Vegas. It was in that weird Tokyo town. Tokyo town. Where there was people literally just having sex. Oh, yeah, yeah. On the screen. That's when my sister was like, "I'm out." <laughs> yeah, because you just this see, is unbelievable. you just see some girls isn't real. slammed into the wall and then start getting ran from behind, and you just and then Ryan Gosling's just walking casually past it, like it's nothing. <laughs> That's the future, baby. <laughs> 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 I'm sure, like that's a Philip K. Dick thing too, because I was watching. There's a show on Amazon Prime called uh, Electric Dreams. And it's based on his other stories. So there's a lot of like similar themes and like replicants. Like there's a story with like replicants basically. Yeah. And then uh, there's like one story that's set in the distant future where the humans have to travel. They have to leave the planet to get some kind of gas or something for the air because the air is fucked up or their food or something like that. And um, this, this lady like goes down into the, like she lives in like the nice part that's like in this, city that's on a cliff and then she goes down into like the the dirty parts of the city or whatever and she's walking through and there's they have like the same thing it's just like yeah. people having sex in like little like glass spheres and you can like see everything you can see everything 
Yeah. Yeah. Messenger was like, I'm out. Well, in the Blade Runner thing, it, it's like opaque walls at least. Yeah. Until they like get rammed against the wall. And then, you then they get right and you see everything. And you see like exactly what position they're in. It's like not, not leaving anything to the imagination. You know exactly what happened. Yeah. Sex. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> That's such a weird word. I feel like, uh, I don't know if I, I want to try to, I barely started thinking about this, but I kind of want to do a bit about how, like, all the words for sex things are stupid. You know, like, puberty, penis. Vagina. Vagina. Like, vagina they're just sounds all like a sickness. A handful, like a mouthful. You know, like, it, it doesn't sound good. Penetration. Even that, yeah. Intercourse. Intercourse. Conolingus. Labia. Vulva. Vulva. Vulva sounds like a car. It just sounds like you got, like, your mouth's full, like, Vulva. Like, what kind of car do you drive? Vulva. <laughs> it's like, ew. Are you drunk? Are you slurring words? I think vulvas are beautiful. I think the word vulva is ugly. <laughs> Labia. Majora. Ladies, listen up, fellas. Take a break. <laughs> right? <laughs> what other? I'm trying to think of other. Perennial gland. Yeah. Perennial. Wait. Pineal Anus. gland? Anus. Anus. Rectum. What's the perineum? That's the it's taint, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, see, that, that word just sounds clinical. But, <laughs> but like the main ones, like penis, vulva, vagina, like puberty, it's like they all just sound uh, like... Well, what would you rather call, what would you rather call puberty, Luke? S- super awkward, sweaty time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a really bad Nickelodeon show from the... 90s. Super awkward, sweaty time. Or, or like a weird adult Drake swim and Josh. cartoon. <laughs> what? Like a weird adult swim cartoon. Yeah. Super awkward sweaty time. That's what? With Eric Andre. <laughs> That's like first time sex. Super awkward sweaty time. Yeah. I basically. mean. I, can you relate? Anybody? Yeah. No? That's fine. Right into the podcast. What was your first time? <laughs> well, like? What was your first time, guys? Was we, it? We still haven't had anyone send us questions. Um. My friend Tori did like say, what did he say? He said something about, he was like recommending a book to me though. I don't know if it's like a podcast thing, but here, I'll let me pull it up. I didn't know we were supposed to pull questions. I would have pulled questions. Oh no. Like I've been trying to, cause I don't know who he was even listening, but I try to go like, Hey, if you guys got any questions, like ask us, we'll do like a question segment and nobody, yeah. but I don't know if anyone's actually listening. Uh, let's see. He wrote, I listen. You've listened. Yeah. How many? Yeah. When did you start? Like, what episode? This is going to be real fun and meta. Wait, what? I said, what, what episode did you start with? Or um, I It was one where y'all were just, like, broing it out. There wasn't really a theme to it. You guys were just kind of Was talking. it, like, two or one or two episodes ago? Yeah. Was it with Mark or with Christian? I think it was Christian. Oh, okay. That's yeah. the one where I got the speeding ticket? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's what I'm saying. sitting right there. Yeah. It doesn't say how much it is. It's really upsetting. You don't want to know how much it is. Well, was it I here do, in Midtown? I need to pay it. <laughs> huh? Was it here in Midtown? No, it was in, it was Chico. Oh, was I don't driving know. Driving home from Chico. Did you listen to the podcast? No, um, I got one here in Midtown. Oh. And I wasn't speeding. I just didn't have my lights on. But it wasn't even that. But they gave you a speeding ticket anyway. No, and then oh. I rolled through a stop sign. Which is this California? Like I know down. the California um, roll, but like, it wasn't. Wow. Oh, is that why they named the sushi? Is it because of the stop sign? <gasps> could be. Did we just discover something? Oh my god! I don't. I want. But yeah, I got like a five hundred dollar ticket. 
$500? For not having my lights on and for rolling through a stop sign. Jesus. But it wasn't even that dark out. But it was like, no, you're supposed to have your lights on. Yeah, I think they changed And it was like rule. a girl, so like I couldn't flirt my way out of it. I oh, tried really hard. What if she was a lesbian? Did you try? Well, now that hurts my self-esteem, Luke. What do you mean? What if it was oh. a lesbian and it didn't work, so. Did you flirt anyway? Am I ugly? Of course I tried to flirt. Oh. <laughs> I didn't. I thought, you had, I thought you were like, oh, she's a girl. I'm not going to try. I tried to spit game. Oh, okay. I was like, bitch. It would have worked on me. I did. I'd be Thank like, you, Luke. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? I'll if, you pay ever the pull me, <laughs> if you ever pull me over. I have to write it still, but I'll pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever pull me over, I'm just going to be like, hey, Star Wars, right? And I'll be like. Star Wars is great. This have you seen it? Danny Elfman, right? Danny Elfman, Hans Zimmer, he's great, right? You're right. Yes. Yeah. Tori writes. Do you want to sleep with me, right? <laughs> <laughs> what? Whoa! <laughs> Second dates going real good. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I like that. If if these were dates, they're like happening on your YouTube channel on my podcast. Yeah. I will have to go guest on someone else's for the third date. Right. And then just ignore them the whole time. So our first date was the food and drink? Yes. And this is our second date? And I bought my pizza? Yeah. Well, I didn't know you You're wanted not getting pizza. Laid. You were already <laughs> Damn it. I'll go, I'll go get some more. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Blade Runner. <laughs> well, I just want to. Tor- Tori just wrote. Why not? Let's just have a mailbag. I just want to read something that somebody said. He'll yeah. probably be jazzed he wrote hey luke just wanted to let you know i listened to your podcast too and would be totally cool with you guys shitting on the last jedi for an hour uh you guys are doing a good job keep it up and then uh he's like my best friend's little brother so he's kind of my brother because i grew up with him and that's really sweet i know right tori tori's great we used to they like him so it's like tori was a girl huh i thought tori was a girl oh yeah no he's a boy Aww. I actually I grew up no- thinking that Tori was mostly a boy's name because I knew him. So like, oh, s- when I met a girl Tori, I was like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Yeah, stop the presses. When I met a girl Harry, I was like, "What?" Like Harriet? Yeah. But she went by Harry. Yeah. What a weirdo! I thought it was dope. It made me want to name my kid like Jeff. <laughs> what would the full name be though? Jeff Autumn Ileana. <laughs> this is my daughter, Jeff. <laughs> Why do you always say Jeff in like a deeper voice? Jeff. It's a boy name. This is, this is this my is daughter, daughter, Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> cute. Um, yeah, no, Tori's, uh, he, so like Truman's my best friend, then they have a middle brother, Tucker, and then Tori, they're all T's. And, uh, Tucker, Tori. Yeah, Truman Tucker Tory. Truman Tucker Tory. And then uh, they would call, they would like make fun of Tory when we were kids. They'd be like, because he was the youngest one, he would get made fun of all the time. They'd be like, same. Tory's a cookie. Tory's a cookie. Tory's a cookie. <laughs> Cookies are delicious little gifts of God, though. It was like the most stupid, but it was like funny for some reason because it was like so dumb. Like it, it made no sense. I what forget. Did... I think he had a cookie once, and then it just stuck, and they kept doing it. What know. do you get teased of? What did what did you get teased of as a kid? Oh, I got called Lukey Dookie Diapers. Do you have siblings? I have a sister. Okay, yeah. Lukey Dookie Diapers is cool. But that wasn't her. That was like kids at school. I want that to be like your Twitter name. Uh, I think I changed it to that. Good. That, I think you said that because you've seen it. 
Maybe. I'm, I'm pretty sure my Are you Lugi are you Lugi at Lugi Dookie Diapers? No, it's it's at it's at Epic Tiki Comedy, but I put the display name as Lugi Dookie Diapers. It's cute. I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna check. But anyways, yeah, so thanks for listening, Tori. Yeah, see it says Lugi Dookie Diapers. Aw, I like that. They would also call me Soy Sauce because Soyan. Soyan. Yeah, it's a weird name. <laughs> But, yeah, thanks for writing, Tori. Uh, I think Luke is a dope name. Thank you. I think Gloria is an awesome name. How many Gloria? There's not. So, but that's your name. Like, is it your first name, Maria, and mm-hmm. then middle name's Gloria, and yes. you have a last name that you do not disclose? No. <laughs> I'm Maria Gloria, always. Okay. I don't have a last name. Did you delete it from your life? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Was it too much trouble to change it back to what no. it was? Oh, no! I actually like my last name right was now. It like Casper or something. No, I my maiden name was cool, but then when I got married and got Stark, I was like, "That sounds fucking dope." So I kept it. Oh yeah, I'm not fighting like Stark. Tony like people Stark. are like Maria Gloria Stark. Like <laughs> it's hella Mexican, and then it's hella German, and it's like you Stark. don't know Stark. Yeah, so I I think I, of Tony Stark. Oh, yeah, and he's great to think about, so I fucks with it. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to open my computer. It closed, and I don't want the audacity to quit. That's okay. This is like a low energy pod, but that's what happens when you start at nine. I think. Yeah. It's okay. I feel like I have great energy. You do. Thank you. I'm thinking more for me because I just feel like. But you know what we should do? What? Is we'll we'll just we should just do another episode in the morning one time and have coffee. Oh my gosh! Yeah be like jamming huh coffee doesn't do anything for me but oh. if it does something for you I might get laid in the morning <laughs> have you ever had sex with someone for the first time in the morning no i don't think that's possible is it like how would you how would that write be us in if you time? have yes. first of all if you have had that experience write us in and tell us how it went because, no, that's actually, you know what, that you bring that up, that's never been my experience. It's always been at night. Yeah. <gasps> it's always been at night. Because it's always after a date or you're not drunk even, or whatever. Not even in the afternoon. Always at night. Always after 7 p.m. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it would have to be, for that to happen, you'd have to be with, like, a friend. And then, like, some weird circumstance happens yeah. where you're, like, alone and you're, like, Oh, I, we both want... Oh, my God. And then you're doing it. Yeah. No. I've never even seen that in movies. Yeah. Oh, my God. We should delete that right. and put it in a movie. Yeah. Delete it right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just remember. Y'all didn't hear I really will delete that because that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Oh, my God. What is it? It's that. I got it. Yeah. Just bleep. Yeah. So, anyways. Uh, Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah. I... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I have... I feel like I have so much more to say about it, but I've also like it's been a week since I watched it, and my I've have I've had a lot of other junk on my mind, you know, just like work and like dystopian things and and brown girls, brown girls named Gloria. I'm just kidding. You could delete <laughs> that out if you want, but don't do it. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I already said all my notes, and then one of my biggest notes was no soul what the f <laughs> that's a no did you so did you like take that what is your what is your notebook it looks like i thought it was wet but it's is it the office it's the office uh, my niece gave it to me it's pretty dope yeah and then i put is jared leto jesus and then he, i think he thinks he's kanye is what i think is happening um yeah i'm here for ryan and hans 
Oh, and I also put future cars are ugly as shit, so boom. Yeah. I didn't like the cars in this movie at all. I I like them because they fit like from the last movie and they look kind of cool, but they aren't they aren't very sexy. Like no, I mean but I'm I not expect. I wasn't expecting sexy, but I wasn't expecting ugly. Yeah, I I think it's it's the it's like supposed to be realistic if the world was that you know because like a lot of cars here in this world are not sexy, which I always I I talk not about mine. This sometimes mine is sexy as shit. What is it? That beautiful Jeep Patriot on the back and the front, it. I mean, it's gorgeous. Okay. She's black on black, sitting on black rims. She's amazing. I named her Amy Winehouse because back to black. Okay. That's cool. But I feel like a lot of cars are very boring and utilitarian. I mean, like, like if you like think about the Ford Taurus from like oh, 2003. That's like the ugliest fucking car. They look like fucking catfish. Yeah. They, catfish or it looks like if you took like gloopy material and you dropped it on the ground and it just kind of yeah it sound it looks like it would sound like yeah like that car that car looks like its motto is is this okay like, yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like it's, it's i hope i hope i hope i'm not intruding on you i can do your taxes though i know how to do the that. 2003 four taurus is this okay? <laughs> <laughs> if you've listened, you that's you you got to the best part. <laughs> that was you're welcome. <laughs> that's so funny. I've been trying to like think of how to shit on that car because that car looks like a pile of shit. Literally, <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> that is funny. I know so much about this car because my sister owned this car. And even when she first got it, I was like, ew, ew. <laughs> Is this okay? <laughs> I like that it's like, that's what I think the car would say about most situations, but also it's what Ford said. They were like, Is this okay? <laughs> yeah. People said okay and they bought it. <laughs> what the fuck, people? No, it always made me crazy because I would like watch cartoons Yo. as a kid and like heroes would have like cool cars. And I was like, Why are we driving these ugly shit cars? The modern car that makes me think of that is the freaking what are they called? Um the Kia Jukes or something. Nissan Juke? I think it's a Nissan Juke, maybe. They're ugly. They're just they're weird. What about like a PT cruiser? That thing like it's almost it's like trying to be cool, but it doesn't commit fully and then it ends up just looking ugly. No, it's like it's not okay. Yeah, the Nissan Juke. Oh god, they're just gross. They're they're so ugly. Yeah. I'm just looking at it right now. Yeah. I want to know who the fuck okay the Astro Van. <laughs> I want to have a conversation with this person. I'm trying to remember which one that is. Like, what I'll that pull up like. a picture of okay, it. Yeah. We had one just sitting in our Astro yard Van. for ages. <laughs> we had a we had a, a Ford Thunderbird that was ugly. Who okayed? Yeah, that's exactly what I, it's like, and that was. There was like a time in the 50s and the 60s when cars were really dope, you know, like even even the family cars, they had like style. They had like the wingtips and all that kind of stuff. And then like like money got involved in a bad like I'm not a communist at all, but at all, at all. <laughs> <laughs> but like capitalism fucks up some stuff like it. It takes art out of things because yeah. when you think about. That's why I love movies and escapism because you can go to a place where things are like, you can make things pretty and neat because like, who cares if 
that doesn't fit the economy. But when you like you go outside, if you drive to Folsom, most things are a strip mall. First you know, of all, I think I just fell in love with you because of that first sentence you said. That's why I love movies and filmmaking as well. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Second of all. I thought that was obvious. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Don't, don't you ever look at Ford buildings really and you go like. really let us down with the Aerostars. Well, I just, I'm just going to yeah. say that. It's like the same car as the other one you just like, showed me. <laughs> this one also <laughs> just looks depressed as shit. Even my Jetta, it's like, it's kind of ugly. Your BMW? No, I have a, it's a Volkswagen. Oh, you're, no, I think that car's cute. You know it's what cute, car I think like is like cool. really freaking adorable? The old Honda Accords. The really square ones? The really square ones. Oh my god. Ones. Do you I mean love like a them. 90s one? Uh, yeah. Or um, do you mean. I think I know what you're you talking now. about. I think they're so cute. And I wanted one so bad as, as like a high school kid. Because I actually had a Honda Civic. And I was like, this is, this is not as cool as this. But I think <laughs> these are just. These little hatchbacks? No, sir. Wait, I thought they were adorable. I can't see. Oh, I'm going to show you right now. Hold up. I'm pulling I can't, up. I can't see it. Show. Holding up the images. Aren't those cute? I guess so. Oh, it, ju- it, seem- it seems like it's like the perfect car for like like a high school or an 80s movie or a 90s movie. Yeah. Like sh- I loved it. Uh, uh, Sean Green. My my. My friend Maggie had one when we were high school. Seth Green. He would drive that. Like, I bet his character in Buffy, like, that's the car he probably drove. Billy Madison. Yeah. Adam Sandler type of character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, my friend Maggie had one of these, and she was always embarrassed to drive. And I was like, Queen, why? I'll trade you my <laughs> Honda for this one. She's like, first of all, thank you for calling me that. Second of all, it's an ugly car. But thank you for calling me Queen. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny that you do that because it reminds me of um, I the, one of my favorite podcasts is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Yeah. And I know he has those sexual allegations, but I, I'm kind of not on the side of believing them because him and his wife released a statement about it. And he's like my favorite comedian. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's controversial. But anyways, controversial. he has a podcast and um, um, they the, his co-host Cash Levy, who's a really funny, great guy, I met one time, or I met him a few times at Laughs Unlimited because he'll headline there once in a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they, he in the early episodes he talked about this thing he does where he likes to call people like he'll call him like Mighty One. Oh, you know, and it's like like it makes people feel good, and you like say something like call them something strong or powerful. Yeah, you know? it was just that reminded me of that. That's like one of my favorite things to do is to randomly text people and be like, "Hey, you beautiful unicorn swordfish, how are you doing?" Unicorn swordfish. Yeah, I do that, and they really appreciate it. I think you saved it because a lot of times people say unicorn, and it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a. It's tired such a basic thing, thing now. Yeah. yeah. But when you say swordfish, I'm like, okay. That's yeah, I always add something to it. Like, I'll be like, you gorgeous demonic butterfly. How are you doing today? <laughs> yeah. But people demonic respond really butterfly. well to it. And I, yeah. Do you mean moths? Sure. <laughs> Big titted moths. <laughs> yeah, they have like eight titties because it's the <laughs> devil. It's like, the devil always has titties. It's like, what are you doing? People like titties. <laughs> I hate that word so much. What, titty? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your What's your favorite boob word? Uh, I love boobs and I and I like tits, but not titties. Okay. And, but I love the word titillated. Just not. I don't like like breasts. You have to say tss, and that's yeah. 
that's, you, all, that's worse than moist. Oh my! Are you? I was about to say, are you comfortable with moist? I am comfortable. I'm with super it. comfortable with yeah. moist. Did you see well, my you, post on Facebook? The you other know day? what? Yeah, you know what? Moist reminds Why me did of. You like it? <laughs> moist reminds me of bread. Yeah. And I love bread. It just yeah, it just reminds me of like it. It kind of reminds me of like those sprinkler like those misters, you know, in the mm-hmm. summer. That's what I think. It just is. reminds me of bread, and I love yeah. moist bread with coffee. <laughs> I'm I'm I love moist bread with coffee. I'm trying to give you ideas for our coffee date. Oh, Luke. oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I love moist bread with coffee. Write it down. <laughs> I'll remember. <laughs> and then we'll have morning sex. <laughs> After moist bread <laughs> <laughs> and coffee, podcasting is fun. Yeah, this is dope. I'm having a great time. <laughs> I feel like I feel bad. Like I'm my energy is a little low. We'll do this again. We are going to talk about a show next time. Yeah, no, we should do that. No, for sure. You'll have to lead the conversation because I I'll remember it. But you also, led this conversation. Did I? You really did. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Um, all right. Well, I don't know. Do you have any more thoughts? I feel like we didn't talk about it enough, but also it's okay. It doesn't matter. We I This is we Epic Tiki's take on it. Yeah. It's not a professional take. I yeah. I don't I mean even... I'm not calling Luke unprofessional. It's fine. He was naked the entire time we podcasted. <laughs> I didn't get a boner though. I was very professional. <laughs> it was super professional. And it's a grower, not a shower, so it was a little embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah, so not bad for a Thursday night. Um, <laughs> so Blade Runner twenty forty nine, go see it. If you have questions, ask me because I know all the answers. That's true. I feel like we didn't answer all your questions about the plot or whatever, but no, but I didn't have a lot because uh, oh, okay. you clarified what what I was really. I kind of wanted to watch about. it with you. That's why I was like, oh, we should watch it together. You just wanted to have another date with me. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but let's watch. But we'll pick another movie and we'll review that. But we're going to do a show next because I want to talk about this specific show, which Luke was texting me the entire time watching the show, having an anxiety attack. And I had to be like, stop being so emotional. And I'm the woman and I'm Latin. So <laughs> that should tell you how that went. I have, I don't know. I don't like, I don't like feeling bad. <laughs> That's why I like escapism. Because I can show. deal with feeling bad and like in Game of Thrones, it's like, it's it's not here, but if it's like Friends from College, that show. It's a great show, and I yeah. don't watch Game but it's of like Thrones. That just feels real in certain ways. I Good. Mean, there's a lot of stuff that feels not real. Like they just are able to spend. Stop money talking on about it, Luke. Sorry, I'm just giving them a preview of the next time we do a podcast. It's about Friends from College. There, spoiler alert. Yeah. But that's why I love Friends from College. It's because it's very real life. Also, just we, without if we the... say this, then people listening can watch it between now and then. Yeah. So, yeah, start watching Friends from College. It doesn't take Send long. Send us it's questions. It's like eight episodes or six. What is it? Yeah, and it's just one season yeah. for now. Um, it's, but it's... Is it half hour? It's yeah. Half hour episodes. Yeah, it's yeah. real quick. It stars Keegan-Michael Key, uh, Billy Eichner, uh, the bitch from How I Met Your Mother, apparently. Um, and <laughs> some other really dope. She has a name, dope. which I can't remember. Right I don't now. know her name, but it's a great show. And it's the reason I love it is because it is very real life, just without the boring parts. Yeah, and it's Kobe amazing. Smolders, that's her name. Kobe Smolders. She was also in um, the Avengers for like a blink of an eye. Yeah, but who cares? Yeah, her character is almost like it doesn't need to be there, but they probably but they... just wanted to put Maria Hill into the movies. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna do that next time. 
what do you uh, want to plug? What what where can people find you and and like stalk you? Um, you can find <laughs> me on YouTube, uh, YouTube slash Maria Gloria, Maria ending with two A's, Gloria ending with two A's, no spaces, and then is that because there's another one that yeah, has and the bitch took my name, but I like it with two A's now though, because it's like Maria, Maria Gloria, Gloria. <laughs> or it's assholes will be like Maria. A Gloria A. A. <laughs> Does anyone, yeah. when you were like a kid, did anyone, did anyone make fun of your name and be like Glory Hole? Did you get that? No. That's good. But that, that's that such a happen. good one. I, I wish you would have been my bullied. I just got like fish eyes and brown. Fish you're eyes. too brown, and that's like okay. You have big eyes. My eyes are gorgeous. Yeah. You pop that white eyeliner on so you could have the size of my eyeballs. And too, bitch, you tan to be as brown as me. So try again with your insults, because I'm cute as shit. Well, when you're a little kid, like you don't, you might have. I don't know. I feel like little kids don't know. Like you don't fully like realize who you are. No, <laughs> I whatever. legit thought they were stupid from the get because. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I was small. I had big eyes, and I was brown. So, so you know who else like a Pixar was small, character. had big eyes, and was brown? Princess Jasmine. So also I was like, try again, bitch, because I'm fucking cute. Calm down. But that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so find me on Instagram. <laughs> Maria Gloria. Same. Same thing. Okay. Two A's. And um, Snapchat, uh, G underscore Rezes, like Yeezus, like Kanye. Type. That's me. Yeah. Do you have any live shows? Oh yeah, uh, Sac Comedy Spot. Um, I perform every single Wednesday night, Harold uh, Night. I'm a performer on Puns and Roses, ETM. That's at the at moment. The moment oh, by okay. the way, I was like, "What?" At the moment, automatic telling machine. <laughs> telling right. Machine? Uh, um, and that's yeah, that's all I'm doing at the moment. And I write for uh, Dystopia News. Now. Dystopia News now. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll have stuff coming out. Yeah, we're having growing pains, <laughs> and we're 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 still gonna do the macaroons, and we're gonna make them actually make them pretty this time. Yeah, my plan is to do. If you watch that video with us, I plan on doing it once on my own and like getting it down, and then like then we could do it. And we'll get it. Why don't we just both practice together and then film it? Yes. Yeah, because I'm gonna have to be in the room. Wait, do you mean film the practicing or practice and then film after that? We can do both. Okay. And we'll just I want to do it scenes. once without trying to worry about filming it. Okay. I'm still going to film you. Okay. He'll never see it coming. What? Okay, I will because you just <laughs> told me. No, shut your mouth. I have to talk because it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other plugs? No, that's it. Buy my book. You have a book? I don't have a fucking book. In the future. <laughs> In the future, I'll have a book. Travel to the future. If you're if you're a time traveler and you're coming to the past, go back to the future, buy the book. Yeah. It's um, just people on podcasts are always like, buy my book. So I just wanted to say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. You can find me at Epic Tiki Comedy on Twitter, at Epic Tiki on Instagram. I'm Luke Soin on Facebook. Um, I always say add me and like let's whatever. And then like random people add me. I don't think it's from this podcast, but I almost always am like, fuck this. So I don't know why I've been telling people to add me on Facebook. But you know what? If you do message me first and be like, hey, I listen to your podcast. I wanted to add you. And they'll be like, okay, cool. Because I just, I don't know. There's a lot of bots and weirdos out there. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, I'm hosting a show Monday night, uh, the 12th, February 12th at Shine Cafe at 730. It's going to be a stand-up showcase. Will you? That's awesome. I'll be there. 
Valentine's Day. Topless. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but not really. It's going to drive more people to go. Yes. Like. <laughs> She's going to be... Her tits are going to be out. <laughs> she, not her titties. <laughs> um, the worst word ever. It's so weird that you don't like that word because you like the the part of it that's the beginning of it. Tits. Yeah. Tits is great. That's like being okay with moy, but not moist. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the word moy. Moy. Me hoiny yoy. Doodle bob. Me spongebob. You doodle. Me wop. Hobble bobble. Me wop. Hobble bobble. Wait, what was that? Me ma. Bobble, bobble. Oh, okay. <laughs> so good. I always forget about that episode. Yo, World Star released the, like a meme, and they were like, "But when Doodle Bob said ni ho ni it's like <laughs> fire, <laughs> my job. That shows. I that's my favorite cartoon. Yeah, probably. I used to like when I was a kid, or not even a kid. It was like probably five years ago and i still hope or think this but like one version of heaven for me would be like living in the star wars universe and then i know she just rolled her eyes and then did a fake sigh <laughs> and then the other one the second the second uh heaven i would want to live in is like having a house that's like next to spongebob or patrick's house in bikini bottom so being squidward no like i would be a fourth house okay and I would just get to hang out with them all the day. But they would be like the way they are in seasons one through three and not after that. Because after that, the show got fucked up. I don't know what happened. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. They changed how he talks. It's the same guy. but he's... Anyways, let's not get into that. That's a whole other they thing. They made him like super square because in the beginning of episodes, he used to have a waist. I'm just saying. Well, here's how I just got. He, he went from being like uh, fun and naive or silly and naive to being pompous and an in your face, annoying asshole. Yeah. Like that's the fundamental like shift. And it's like, why? I don't know why they did it. Anyways, Valentine's day is the 14th. I will not, I don't know nothing. <laughs> and, um, same. I don't know why I'm just going through the calendar. I'll be performing on Valentine's day. If you guys want to come watch me, it'd be pretty dope. So yeah, your tits will be out. Tits out. Yeah. Tits up. Tits out. Tits up. Tits out. All of it. Tits out. I can't think of a rhyme for that. Uh, I'll be at the ultra. No one's going to go to that. All right. And uh, please go to Comedy Conch at Luna's Cafe on the 8th or on, at 8 p.m. on the 28th of February. That's going to be fun. Have a lot of great comedians. Uh, Epic Tiki, YouTube.com slash Epic Tiki. Dystopian Media Networks on YouTube. Yas Queen. And uh, I'm sorry that this closing plug thing took so long, but you guys had fun. Me hoi noi. Me hoi noi. Thanks for having me, Luke. Of course. Come back. Thanks for having me, Luke. All right. See you guys. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you say? Nothing. Oh, okay. I can re-listen to it. You know that. Do it. Okay. Thanks for having me, Luke. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. (laughs)